Podcast like a motherfucker. It's been a while. It's been a while. Welcome to Amazon Podcast, episode number... I don't know. 20? <laughs> number 20. Number 20. 20. Is it, is episode number 20. Anniversary or something. It's Henry Peter Miller. I've got... Christopher. Ulrich. And... Rasmus. Rasmus. <laughs> Rasmus over in the corner writing lists. Um, yeah, we, so we had a, just had a quick game. I got my ass handed to me. It was literally torn to pieces. Yeah. Served up gourmet style. Yeah. And hand it back to you? Yeah. It, yeah. I don't think I've ever lost this bad in my entire life. <laughs> I think I got 400 points, new money. You were basically like a rabbit in Australia, faced by a road train. You know, one of those trucks with six or seven... Uh... <laughs> this is an interesting metaphor. <laughs> you were sitting there, stunned by the headlights of the sudden... Just cheering some breath. <laughs> sitting on a road, and then all of a sudden, road train... <laughs> Yeah, so hopefully we have another game this afternoon and uh, it will go a bit better. So what what did you play and play against? Well, well first first before we go into uh, into anything analytical, uh, we have a a fan <laughs> a fan email to read out. Oh yeah. So yeah, we have today we're going to be talking. Um, we have a little bit of mail mailbox inbox some stuff that we've had. Some love letters. Some, some love letters exactly. And uh, then we're going to be talking about the new fluff, or I'm going to be talking about the new fluff because you guys haven't read it, despite it been out a month or so. No, yeah, we two, two or three weeks, and then yeah, we'll we'll talk about the new fluff, and then maybe we'll get into some <laughs> army after. So, hobby <laughs> <laughs> heroes. Hobby heroes. I'm a hobby guy. I'm a hobby gamer guy. It's a fluff. It's always about the fluff in me. You see, it's important. I so look, I I've looked at the pictures. They need to fire their marketing people because I'm not intrigued. <laughs> the, the artwork's really nice. We yeah, yeah, I have actually now that I think of it, I have actually opened it, although never read it. Okay, yeah, I've seen the pictures. Because it's kind of difficult. The CEO of the company I work for, he's sitting literally right behind me and can look at my screen. Work. I mean, where else would you do it? <laughs> Home. <laughs> yeah. In your free time. <laughs> So the, the, we have a we have a letter from uh, our our biggest fan Tom and Tucker. <laughs> uh, it's quite extensive. I'm on an iPad and I'm scrolling, 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 and that's it. So it's quite long. Mm. So I think we'll uh, we'll read some of it out. Um, maybe Ulrich, you'd like to read the the part which is aimed towards Christopher. It's just no, the, he, he should read that. Maybe you, you can read it out yourself. What's this saying? So roses are red. A love letter to Christopher or Christopher. Oh yeah. Uh, it's with a K. You got it right the first time, you idiot. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue, I'm coming to Denmark, and fuck you. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Just a little uh, homoerotic. Yeah. Which is definitely not bad. <laughs> we like a little bit of homoeroticity. Erotica? Eroticism? <laughs> Eroticism. No. 
I don't know. Yeah. It's been too long. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So um, maybe you want to read out the rest of the email. Sure. I think it's uh, it's, it's basically um, because I came to England and played against him. So yeah, <laughs> why he why I beat Tommy Tucker. He starts out by saying hi Henry P. Miller, <laughs> because you say Henry P. Miller. Yeah. I guess. Okay. That's my name on the forum. Ah. And all the other amateur time guys. Say hello. Hello. Hi, Tommy. <laughs> hey, Tommy. Uh, thanks Tom a lot boy. for the podcast. Recent episodes have been really great. We've actually had some really good feedback recently. <clears throat> we don't normally yeah. get any feedback. That's but because recently, our, our, philo- our philosophical ramblings. Are, uh, I think it's because people won't actually want us to record, and we haven't done an episode in so long. They're like, <laughs> we really like your podcast. Can you do more? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we tell ourselves. Yeah. Self-deceit. Okay, so... Uh, <clears throat> Thanks a lot. Right, no fucking about. Reasonable reasons why Henry P. Miller beat me at the porkening. Which was the tournament in England. Terrain. Henry P. Miller had clearly bribed Jack Austin with sexual favours. Clearly. True. To make table one totally overcrowded with impassable terrain. This always happens at tournaments. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't manoeuvre my hulking units of homoerotic... Oh, there we go. Homoerotic <laughs> again. Homoerotic orcs around the board. Whereas Henry P. Miller could easily outmaneuver me with his units of hairdressers and gain significant advantage. This is this is. Yeah, which army did you bring? The high elves with the dragon and the and the lawmaster. Oh yeah, yeah. The high elves, which are the better wood elves for avoidance. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. But to be fair, Tommy Tucker did fuck himself in the ass by deploying his spiders in a train. I saw. I saw the deployment. Of the spiders, and I thought to myself, the one thing you don't want to do is clump them up. Yeah, put them one on each side. I, I would have lost. Yeah, we, we, we uh, math him at the game and play test. We had yeah. like you had like three support coaches and yeah, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, This was a team effort actually. Yeah, yeah. So Amma time. It wasn't just me. It was Amma time. Yeah. <laughs> Dice. Those fucking sheep dice. Honestly. <laughs> oh yeah. Man, <laughs> nothing but sixes or ones, and I can attest to this. It's fucking true. My dice are much worse than yours. My roll a lot of twos and threes and fours. Not many sixes. I swear to God, my duke with the renown thing, like he goes around and he kills everything. He's like a <laughs> fucking lawnmower. <laughs> Number three. Number three. <coughs> Lists. Mine was shit. Henry P. Miller's list was good. Disagree. Tommy Tucker's list was really good again. We looked at it and it's and it seemed really really well. Yeah, he just he just had his orc on the chariot behind his big block of orcs the whole game. If he just ran it at me, I couldn't have done anything against it. Yeah, we were like, really, how do you yeah. handle this? Yeah, because yeah. we math hammered and the dragon would lose, right? Yeah, yeah. So stop lying. <laughs> uh, rules. Henry P. Miller had access to the 1.2 rules before me, therefore granting him significant advantage. Despite this, he still managed to misplay the make way move and the druidism attribute. Just joking. I'm sure I made loads of fuck-ups because I'm a retarded cunt. This is true. He's a retarded cunt. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> uh, practice. Henry P. Miller was so shit-scared of being beaten by a faggot fanboy that he practiced the game before the tournament. What a gay. True. 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 <laughs> Distraction. At every critical decision point I had to make, Henry P. Miller would flex his not inconsiderable muscles. I was put off by his raw masculinity. <laughs> Isn't this guy a farmer who's like the epitome of masculinity? Well, you, look, you've got to think about it like this. He spends a lot of time in a tractor on his own, maybe with his dog. Right. So he doesn't get out of the house much. He sees a strapping young lad. You're not young anymore. You're not a lad. <laughs> Younger than him, I think. <laughs> you know, he's... Luck. 
Henry P. Miller clearly got lucky. What was what with his BSB and fleeing my what? The BSB unit fled the spiders. It's quite good English for you just struggling with it. No, it's what with like his BSB unit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fleeing my mighty spiders, but rolling just enough. Yeah, my spot. His spiders charged into unit of spearmen with my BSB. They fled unluckily because I should have passed my break test, which I didn't with the BSB, and they fled just one inch short of the board and one inch further than he rolled. Yeah. <laughs> it's, got, it's just called skills, Tommy. Yeah, it is. Dice skills. Yeah. Bring the, bring the loaded sheep dice. Skills. Do you realize how many times we've had to put these fucking dice in the oven to make them roll more sixes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, superior models. Henry had a beautiful army of amazing models, especially the home sculpted dragon. Compared to my 2.5 colors maximum option, <laughs> I could not in good faith cure any of their <laughs> VTLs. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Painted models do play better. Yeah, it's true. Always. In all seriousness, I had a great time, and Henry was a really fun opponent. Also, I think I fucked up adding up points. Henry should have gotten more tournament points from that game. Whoops. That's pro play right there. <laughs> Standard. Italian style. Standard. <laughs> yeah, Italian <laughs> style. <laughs> Can you guys wax lyrical about 1.2 again, please? Just a bit of boring context. I went to a tournament the other day, and I got the wooden spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for those who don't know, is the last place. Yeah. <coughs> All five games, I got my shit. <laughs> got shit pushed. I was getting rolled by people who had never played the game before. <laughs> oh god! It seems to me that 1.2 is an age of spam. That is true. True. And that the balance attained in 1.2 has been completely chucked out of the window, resulting in a lot of bullshit armies. Also true. Yeah. 1.3 no better. <clears throat> what do you guys think about the magic path? Seems like there's not a lot of balance between them. Cosmology is bent and witchcraft is shit. Mm, it's got better since 1.2 actually. Witchcraft yeah. has got an attribute now. And I think I think also Jonas is okay. Yeah, and Jonas has actually used the witchcraft. Yeah, witchcraft is really good. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to see on paper. And you and I, we yeah. when we reviewed it, when you it, play a Skaven army, it's really good. Yeah, it, the, the random movements. Yeah. There's so many small things yeah. that just kind of fuck with it's you. Better than you think, Tommy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You have to see it on the table, though. Yeah. If you play like an old goblin army, it's really strong. Uh, thanks for the Kingdom of Equitain episode. You guys inspired me to get my surrendered monkey knights out for another round of failed. <laughs> 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 I feel your pain, my brother. Great <laughs> <laughs> charges are life. <laughs> they are definitely not love. Failed charge and rebel Oh my god. Fuck this game and cavalry. Uh, I actually think that with the smaller game size and generally less giant blocks on the table, these guys are much better than 1.2. False, because they got more expensive. Mm, uh, okay, 1.3. We'll yeah, see. Well, I'm trying them out today. Also, more importantly, allows me to exercise my xenophobia by yelling in a French accent. Bonus. <laughs> Profit. <Yeah. laughs> uh, what do you guys think about the army selection rules in 1.2? Seems like... Uh, kind of weird as fuck as semi skirmish game nowadays. I completely agree with this. Mm. I agree. I agree. What we talked about this. Yeah. What the hell is the point of having additional categories if you're still going to put limitations on, on the number yeah. of unit entities? Just make it just like naught to one on, yeah, every, exactly. or, on everything. Yeah, or whatever fits yeah. the bill, right? It's just why the why it's a bit overcomplicated. Like if you don't have battle scribe. It's impossible to write a list. Yeah. I have got like a spreadsheet with like four columns. We, oh my god! We, I mean, I work with these things at work every day, and it's still really difficult. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's it's so unnecessary, complicated. Yeah. Put the normal zero to two limitations on every single unit, or whatever you think yeah. the limitation should be. Yeah. 
It's just, it's not that difficult. No. That also prevents the retarded lists. Let's not get into that so much. I meant to send you an email taunting you about your obvious Brexit butthurt, but I never got around to it. Ha ha. So how will your Euro empire get on without old Blighty to pay the bills? This is debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Putin's going to come and bum you a lot and Trump won't do a thing. There's a significant yeah. risk of that. Yeah. However, <laughs> do you think he's going to stop in Berlin? <laughs> um, stick that Merkel migrant crisis and smoke it. That's a fair point there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, happy birthday, Henry P. Miller, for the other day. It was my birthday last month. Yes. That's how long ago we haven't forgotten it for. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment regarding my being less small and rotund. 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 Fat. Okay. Then you had expected. Henry P. Miller was much more buff than I had expected. Most Wargamer nerds are the skinny, little bulimic cunt. <laughs> <laughs> skinny little bulimic cunt. <laughs> that's fantastic. I, I don't think that's the case for our group. No, I, think, I, think, our, I think the average bench yeah. press is 80 kilos or something. <laughs> yeah. I think we have quite an above average. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nordics for you motherfuckers. There's a reason why we burned your country in the, what, 16th century? Six, six century. Yeah, yeah, between sixth and tenth. Yeah. Something, something. Yes. We were there. We were there. <laughs> Made it happen. Right. I think I have exhausted all my bullshit for the moment. Just a quick reminder to all the other fanboys to write in with cocksucking emails to Amazon Podcast. Yes. Yeah. Do that, please. Yeah. So thank you very much, Tommy. It was enjoyable as it always. Was really funny. And to all your other faggot fanboys out there, please write us emails. We will read them out. As, I mean, as, as we, we leave nothing out at all. <laughs> yeah. We will read what we get. Calling your bulimic cunts is <laughs> pretty much as bad as it gets. We will absolutely <laughs> engage in a smack talk war between uh, Tommy Tucker and anyone who feel uh, struck by his uh, comments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will facilitate communication. Please tell us what you think about Tommy's email. And uh, we're going to take a quick break here and come back after and talk about the new bluff. I've read the fluff and I've looked at the new maps and all the pictures and doing a bit of a switcheroo. Yeah. And so strategic uh, relocate the redeployment. <laughs> it's like when you vanguard your troops and yeah, you yeah. <laughs> scout your troops and vanguard them back. Yeah, so uh, going back. So yeah, the Ulrich and Christoph are looking at the the just having a quick flick through now. And I'm gonna talk about the fluff and what I think. <laughs> there are so many racial stereotypes in this map. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so it look, looks a lot like the so yeah, like, the, a, like a normal. So like yeah, let, let's start with the map. Yeah. Um, the map is basically basically looks a bit like the Warhammer Old World. It, it looks like Europe. Yeah. And well, it's and a world Africa. map that's Eurocentric. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's based on Europe. You have Vettia, which is Europe. Um, Tafria, which is Africa. Silexia, which is America, Gerentia, which is South America, and Algia, which is 
Asia. Asia, yeah. Russia. Anyway, it, it's funny with the sky mountains. It looks like China, and we have the smog coming yeah. out of a volcano. <laughs> the smog coming from a volcano in, in China. Irony. <laughs> Um, what I thought was it's essentially the same as Games Workshop. They didn't really change much. You still have the elves in America and in the islands. You still have the lizards. Why do the Americans get to be the elves? They should be like the dwarfs or something, if anything. I, I don't know. But it, <laughs> I, I can understand why they kept it in the same like positions on the map, roughly. Just because it, it kind of has that continuity. But I don't understand why they didn't go a bit more and just change it and have something completely new. I mean, it is a bit more open because the wasteland is more like orcs, chaos, beastmen, kind of everything in one place. This is exactly the Russian area. <laughs> yeah. And and you can see that the, they've kind of got, made an effort that there's like a like an Equitane castle in in what used to be Lustria in mm. Varentia. And also an uh, empire. And an empire castle as well called Fredericksburg. Yeah. So, ah, a little wow. bit of a Copenhagen reference, and there's you can kind of see there's a few more like elf places dotted around, and like the chaos dwarves actually quite make a big uh, have like a bit of a big impact on the on the world. They're in a lot of places, and I don't know, it's a little bit a little bit more open than the Games Workshop world. You can kind of imagine a bit more that the armies can kind of fight each other a bit more randomly. Yeah, you can kind of see why. Uh, okay, the, the elves or the, the the Chaos Warriors, you're in more places and you can kind of see this in the map. I like that, but I don't like that it's so similar to so similar to the Games Workshop. So, so they have the, the Steel Road, yeah, which that's, is the Silk Road, which is the Silk Road, yeah. Yeah, that's something I really liked. That's like an Infernal Dwarf Road that they built to go to what's essentially China. And I, something that I, I don't know. Um, and they have the, the Great Wall of Su... Suandan. Yeah, it's kind of like a Great Wall of China type thing. Yeah, which, <laughs> not, not, not kind of. Kind of. <laughs> exactly. Well, something I did like was that the, like, I can imagine like the Infernal Dwarves being in India, being like the little Indian dwarves. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that's oh, yeah, The Chaos Dwarves are a combination of Uzbekistan yeah. and, and uh, Pakistani Indian yeah. guys. Okay. Like, I, I kind of like that. I think it's quite cool. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. And because they are honestly <laughs> not a great artist. Is it be too racist? Um, oh yeah, with the, like the steel road, that's something I really liked. I thought that was quite a nice touch. It's something interesting, something we haven't seen before. So it's obviously like a road built by the Infernal Dwarves for trade and stuff. Yeah, and that kind of brings about their character, about the being traders as well as... I, I, I think the only negative thing I have to say about this is that yeah, why couldn't they just make something a bit different? Make, make a like new a world. New world instead of just taking the old the, one. And the, the old one and the world we have today. Yeah. So, but but in, in, it looks it, it looks cool. And they even have Volgograd here. <laughs> Only what? it's called Volgograd now. <laughs> is that a, pl a real place? Uh, yeah, Volgograd is on the river Volga. Okay, I guess that's what the river is supposed to be. I think uh, I think Volgograd. I think Volgograd used to. It's called the River Volsk. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually Russian. So yeah. the wasteland is uh, is actually uh, not Russian, I guess. So like the 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 tundra. Yeah, 
kind of like more like Some, guess, something I did yeah. like is the shattered sea in between yeah, uh, yeah that's cool Celexia and Verentia or the Caribbean yeah, yeah but it's obviously like where big comets come down you can see that it's a circular shape so it's like where big comets hit the hit the planet and it's like and this is this actually as we will talk about in a second brought about like the destruction of the dinosaurs Ah, like which were the lizardmen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of, that was something I liked as well. And that's a nice touch. Yeah, I like that touch. But so what? You have the the Bermuda triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Bermuda, 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 Bermuda circle. And, now. The, and the yeah. Bermuda circle, and you also have like the Chulalu uh, thing. Kraken. Yeah, Kraken thing. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 So where's Jack, where's Jack Sparrow? Yeah, Jack Sparrow's <laughs> around over there. But can I ask where? You, so are these the high elves? Are yeah, I imagine the high elves are on this island called Aldan, <coughs> and and then there's like a few more castles. Like there's one down here, ah. and then another one down there. So, okay, they so. have the sea patrol. Yeah, and then another one here in between. The... I like that they spread them out a bit. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it makes a lot more sense because when you were playing high elves before in the GW flock, it always kind of. So you traveled what thousand miles northwest into the blind sea, and then you kind of stumbled <laughs> upon some elves. Yeah. Or... <laughs> yeah, I mean they they did by the fluff they did have a few outposts, but this is a bit more cemented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this this makes total sense. And then you have so the dark elves are the Americans. Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah. Now everything makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> the evil elves are the Americans, <laughs> and the Icelanders are the real ones. That also makes kind of good sense. Yeah. 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 Icelanders yeah. actually appear with the volcanoes. Oh, what yeah. the, what the, this? Oh, the Brits. British Isles? No. You want the British to be the Isles? No way. No. That, that's actually a thing. What it's aimed at. Seriously? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> what? Small redheaded people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so if we if we uh, if we move on from here, um, there's like this thing called the World Hymn, which ah. is basically a story of of how it, of all the different ages, and. It, it's start, a, it all started with the Frog King. It, yeah. all, it all starts with copyright and friction against the Frog Rings, I can tell. Yeah, well, I, do yeah. <laughs> and mountains do. So, and now they change it. What, it's, it's essentially that. It's like a, a, a dwarven hymn that's been translated. And I didn't like that it's been translated because it's fucking unreadable. <laughs> like, the English is retarded and you. Like you can't really understand it very well. It's a bit. It would vague. be a nice Easter egg if it was actually in runes. Yeah. And yeah. Then you were given the tools to translate runes in the dwarf books, just letter by letter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe. And twenty yeah. hours later. <laughs> yeah. Some, some nerd would you, you can take a say you have a PhD in uh, in uh, in rune in old tools. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just didn't. I didn't really like it. I, I thought it would be better if it was written in English, and then uh, then you could kind of read it a bit more. I mean, it's kind of, it's obviously when you're reading a poem, you don't get the full story, which is maybe is intentional. So how is you can read it as you go. Um, basically, the, the following the, is a re reproduction of an equitan tapestry. So surely it's not about dwarves. But it was written by the dwarves. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. certainly yeah. to be a copy of an ancient dwarven carving. And poem dating from the first century AS. This after after Sunna. After Sunna. Okay. So yes. I think what we we'll, we'll do. Son of a bitch. It's a frog on no. a throne. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love that picture. Yeah. <laughs> the, the naked or the naked uh, ogre. Can I ask? Are these small comics uh, prevalent in the rest of the book? In the artwork? Because yeah. in the OGW one, I like them, but like the small comic stuff in the. The comic. 
No, no, there's more comics. Oh, the comics, like the yeah, pictures. Yeah, like there's more drawings in the bottom of pages. Like, no, you know, Usually with snortlings doing shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The is quite good, but we'll, we'll talk about that, that after. That frog looked like it needs to be kissed and <laughs> turned into a prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not a bottle. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty charming frog. Yeah. <laughs> so the, what we'll do is we'll go through each of the pictures <laughs> and we can make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> they just oh, zoomed into the dinosaur getting beheaded. <laughs> so what we can see from this is that the dinosaurs were kind of like uh, the master race. Yeah, they enslaved all the elves and the yeah. humans. And, and, the and, they're, and they're not naked. They have leaves. <laughs> yeah, the wolf and have a long beard. Oh yeah, the wolf and a beard that covers his other area. What is this creature? Uh, <laughs> an orc? orc or something? <laughs> he's putting his, his, his arm across his head. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This must be an ogre, surely. Yeah, an ogre and an elf. So, so the, the, the Saurians were like the master race, and then the comet strikes. Like, like yeah, the comet comes down. On top of the fucking frog, I just noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> and because you can see the, the crown is getting jumped off his head. <laughs> and uh, rebellion ensues, and uh, Lizardman gets murdered. By the oh, it was an orc. This one, it's teeth. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. So how how do we feel about like the everyone kind of being present at the start and like the elves weren't first and then the dwarves? I, I it was something for me. It was a bit like the elves are always like the elder race for me and kind of brings them all to the same level. I kind of I think it's okay. I mean, it it makes sense that then the beginning was the dinosaurs. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they get hit by a comet. Yeah, and they get, just like wiped out. get ruined by a comet. <laughs> oh. I mean, it, it's it's original in a fantasy setting. I'll give it yeah. that. Yeah, I I quite like this one. Um, the next one is is basically um, when the, the all the dwarves and the elves go and repopulate the world after they like they take cast down the dinosaurs. So so how did the did the dwarf repopulate? I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't know. They just multiply under the ground. So, so the dwarves start chopping down trees with elves in them. So now there's trouble. And then, but yeah, ba just, yeah. Basically, yeah. the the dwarves, the elves, and the humans and the ogres, they all kind of go out into the world and repopulate and there's like a like an age of growth. There's a Chinese and an Egyptian. Um, and the Egyptians like the old um, tomb and dynasties okay. before, so before, before they died. Before they died yeah. <laughs> okay, and the Chinese guy? Uh, I think that's actually supposed to be an elf, but I'm not sure. No, no it's definitely it's a Chinese guy. There's a, a yeah, dragon. And an, oh. and an elf to the right. Uh, that's nice, yeah. Cool. An early main. So maybe we'll see a Chinese a faction. Boat. A Chinese faction in the future. Something about this, there, there must be a point to this. Yeah, it's just like saying how they went and made agreements and treaties and stuff. And okay, yeah, so the elves they make settlements. Yeah, around the, the, the elves go off like around the seas, and the dwarves go in the mountains. That's basically what it says. Yeah. Okay. So number three is a betrayal. Um, so the by the goatman is <laughs> lifting his skirt and yeah. running. <laughs> uh, the way the He's way I read it, quite good. Yeah. To be honest. The way I read it was that there's like the beastmen arrive and kill everyone, and the oh. dwarves and the dwarves expect aid from everyone, but they don't get any aid. So they're like, they're, yeah, that's they're, why they're, they're running. running yeah. So the elves and the humans uh, don't help. The human run with the skirt up, and the elves run with the swan. That's an elf. Yeah, the, the, humans, the humans are getting betrayed by the 
death guy. I think I think these were yeah. the humans, right? Yeah, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe the, this is when the like the Nagash figure comes. Yeah. 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 So th this is the, th the third age, and this is when basically the dwarves get betrayed and the beastmen start coming and killing people. Yeah, but I think to me it looks like the it's not like the dwarves get betrayed. It's because the elves are busy fighting the dark elves. Yeah. Exactly. So they, themselves. Yeah, it looks yeah. like this is a period of civil war for them. Yeah, and then and the so they can't come. come the fuck out of nowhere. Dynamic yeah. entry pitches. <laughs> how, <laughs> how, how, do, how do you feel there's no war of the beard? Because that was quite a big uh, part of the... I like that they... I, I think it makes more sense that they kind of like... That it's a big misunderstanding because that always made more sense to yeah. me. That it's like... So civil war in the Elven Kingdoms and they can't come to the aid of the dwarves and the dwarves get really pissed. Yeah. Understandably. Yeah, they yeah. don't know there's yeah. a civil war. Well, yeah. Assumably. Yeah. And at the same time, you have the humans being incompetent, as you yeah. do. <laughs> getting <laughs> enslaved getting by enslaved by a dark lord. Yeah. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe next one? Uh, yep. So this one is about Avras. And Avras is the, the, the basically the biggest, from what I can tell, is like the main city of the humans. Mm -hmm. It's essentially in Istanbul or Constantinople. And it has these big walls that have been built by the dwarves. Ah, and it's quite a nice picture actually. Um, as we go down, but we'll get there in in, in a minute. And and um, the rats come to Avras and destroy the whole town and cast everything down. Are these rats are goblins? Oh, those are rats. Are they rats or goblins? Oh, maybe a. Oh, I'm, I'm, re I'm reading the wrong one. Sorry. So this is when yeah, the beasts and the orcs attack the dwarves. Yeah, well. okay, this makes sense. Yeah, and the and the people from Avras come to help the come to help the dwarves. Okay. And so they make kind of an alliance, mm. and the people from Avras are like seen as like Romans. Mm. Yeah, they look yeah. like a combination of Greeks and Romans. Yeah. So this is the fourth age. Uh, so the beasts. Okay, and the they're orcs, definitely Romans. Yeah, they are hundred percent Romans. The beasts <laughs> yeah. and the orcs appear, and then they they help the dwarves. And yeah, this is the second. This is the next one when. Uh, so the elves are fighting each other still. Yeah. Still. <laughs> still. <laughs> the dwarves and the humans make a make a pact, but then the Avras gets overrun by the vermin. Oh yeah, which is kind of cool. It's a bit like Rome getting yeah yeah overrun like by the plague. Yeah, the plague exactly. The empire fell. The rats took throne, did murder life and poison land. They left in wake, but Avras bone. This is good. This, this is, is actually good. nice. This is quite yeah. nice. I would have liked it. I would have liked it on the side of an actual narrative, rather than a poem. I think this this works wonders to be honest. I think this is really well made. Okay. Yeah, I like it. In my opinion. Nine out of ten. The the frog thing kind of. <laughs> it's a plus one. <laughs> I like that the rats are confused. So, yeah. <laughs> looks, we look we look like they have something up the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have completely brown eyes. It's super cool that the rats kind of like you can tell that they're putting on the garment. The toga, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, I think the story is that the rats oh, like the rats, oh, the rats assume the uh, the power in yeah, Avras yeah, yeah. and they actually enslave the humans. Ah. So the rats actually pretended to be the. The like the, the the senators and stuff, and then enslaved the humans. It's awesome. This guy, if you zoom in on the guy who's getting all run, he has like I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He's waving. Bye. And with a smile. <laughs> have, a, have a smile. <laughs> have a coke and a smile. Yeah, so the up. next one yeah. is when the dwarves fight back uh, the beasts, and then okay. the and the infernal dwarves are created. So basically, there's all these rats. There's orcs, rats, goblins, beasts. And they're all fighting the dwarves, yeah. and the dwarves are, are winning, 
Um, but they are. They don't look to be winning. Well, in the story, they're they're kind of fighting them back. They're not winning, but they're not losing. A very solid Chinese guy is just looking onwards. And uh, this is at what the point that the infernal dwarves are created. Oh yeah, so, something happened. Yeah, so what what they do is they like make a pact with demons mm, and create the inf- and create the inferno. Yeah. Okay. And the inferno is like a a big rent in the veil where okay. all the demons can spill out. So that's forty <coughs> k. I I don't know the forty k plus. It's yeah. 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 So they make a big hole. And the wall. Yeah. The, the demons, out of which demon comes. The demons come the out, and that's what creates the wasteland, because it like I guess the wind kind of yeah, sure. destroys the land or something like that. Blew out the trees. Those to the right. Thank you for that. Yeah. So they use like the demon fire to to beat back the beasts. Okay. So the so the chaos dwarfs beat down beat back. The yeah. I guess. Uh, well, a combination. The dwarves are kind of winning, and then they. They kind of use the demons, and, and then that, that kind of splits the dwarven races. Yeah. So next is. Oh yeah, it says here. It says here. With fire enslaved, our kin now set to savage foes, now weak and spent, enslaving all that once had fought with crushing might, but morals less. They scour the world for slaves to get. Yeah. Okay. So the kin so, are like, fuck this, we've had it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're like slaving and like bringing demons and stuff. So that kind of brings their character around. Mm. Um, the next thing is that the vermin overrun the whole of Vettia. Yeah. So they take they take Avras and then they, they overrun the whole of what's essentially Europe and enslave the humans. And uh, there's like a vampire king that arrives. Yeah, it says here, the, oh, yeah. the east remains a place of death and yeah. Vettia vermin conquered. A dark king rules the last freemen. And now, and so they live in fear and dread, no place of peace, no easy bread. Yeah, so the, there's a vampire owning the humans, what's left of them, and the vermin have taken over the rest of it. And the next one is that basically the demons destroy the whole world, is what I got the... Hard reset. Yeah, so the demons, the demons come out of the inferno um, from the chaos dwarves are made, and they start to destroy the whole world, killing everyone. And then Sunna arrives. And soon as this woman that comes and unites all the humans and drives back everyone, oh, and this is kind of where the like the fluff of the humans begins, I think. Like Summer comes and like drives all the beasts back and drives the demons back and and the, the, eventually things start getting good again. Mm, okay, but I thought all the human kingdoms were destroyed. But fair enough. Yeah, well, she comes and and kind of fights back and kills all the vermin and claims back Avras. Okay, there's that Chinese guy again. He's like sneaking around. Who the yeah, fuck is this Chinese maybe guy? Maybe we're gonna see a new faction. <clears throat> maybe it would be cool. I think <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or it could be like an Infernal Dwarves faction with like handguns and rocket batteries and stuff. Do they already have that? Yeah, yeah. they have that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It could be that it could just be Infernal Dwarves. Maybe they'll bring out a dragon or something. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, and now we're at the ninth age. And so yeah, the ninth age is now. Okay. And the, this is, I guess, the humans have kind of won their land back, and the elves are still fighting each other. The the dinosaurs are still in the jungle, and the kingdom of Equitane has come about. Um, something I, I wasn't sure about was, do you think the kingdom of Equitane are going to be worshiping Sunna as the lady? Uh, so, if I had read the fluff in the kingdom of Equitane book, I would imagine that uh, nope. They have the still the lady. Yeah, the that's what that was my impression as well. Uh, but I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think in total this is 
Super cool. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. It was a bit too samey. Like the map was a bit samey for me from yeah. Games Workshop. But the the history is okay. Yeah, the history is fine. I think it's, it's a fun way to do it. Yeah. Um. They kind of have the same story, but with some altercations. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked a bit, something a bit more original. Yeah. Just completely new would be yeah. nice. Yeah. But I guess it's hard to come up with. I think the <clears throat> it's very uh, the whole thing with the demons is very very blatantly ripped off from 40k. If, if anyone ever played that, I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's super clear. In dire circumstances, we need help, and they seek to what they don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's perfectly fine <clears throat> in a way, but I would have liked to seen something more original than that. I yeah. think that because that thing is such a big deal in 40k, and and to how does this relate to the magic? Is it still the winds of magic? No, no. Come from the, the... the magic is a little bit different. The way I see it is like there's this place called the Vale. And this is what we learn yeah, in the next that's, part. That, that's the warp. Yeah, so let's call it, let's call it the warp. It's the same thing. And the gods live in the place beyond the veil. Yeah, okay. And the veil is like this thing, like like a barrier between the two worlds. Yeah, two, between two realities. Yeah, basically. and and in the religion section, which is after the story, okay. it kind of tells you that the soul, souls of people are the most important thing. Yeah. So the gods are manifest by the souls of people that like dedicate themselves to God. So the gods have power because people like people pray to them and people like when you die, your soul goes to the god that you've been praying to. And the veil is a place where the gods and the demons live. And the magic is like drawing power from this realm. Yeah. So okay. you like open a rift in the veil and then bring yeah. bring out power or fire or whatever you need. So like, exactly like 40k. Yeah, I have to critique that. That is so blatantly taken from 40k with no changes other than the name. I, I, think, I don't know the point. I, I think it's. Yeah, I it's, think it's, it's it's that. Yeah, I will, however, give it that that's some of the best fluff ever written for uh, for a fantasy uh, setting. The forty k fluff is good. The forty k fluff is amazing. I mean, it's it's so well written. But uh, taking it and then applying it to the magic section of this fantasy thing, well, it's debatable. It's definitely not original. They they, 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 they could they could with a little work have found something else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I guess this. It's I think also that I think also yeah they have to be careful because if it goes too far away then they're gonna lose some people that like oh, I would rather play Warhammer. I don't think. What what was the functionality of the deep? How did the demons come in in the old? Pretty much exactly the same. Pretty much the same. Like yeah. a. Uh, the, the, when the winds with winds the, of magic the, were flowing. The, the fantasy and the forty case the. Uh, about demons is the same fluff. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they're right, the same yeah. demons. Yeah, 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 the same demons, yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to Ninth Age. Um, my, I, I thought it was like obviously the story is quite from a dwarf perspective. Mm -hmm. And we don't really hear about the elves. We don't really hear about the lizard men after, the, after they get kind of beaten. We don't hear about the warriors. We don't hear about the ogres. We don't hear about the vampires, really. And there's like a lack of named characters. But, 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 yeah, okay, but this is only like. Introduction to yeah, of course. Yeah, this is the now, short version. Yeah. yeah, but this isn't the coming stories later. Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm just, I just okay. want to like say that this is obviously a, like a dwarven point of view. Yeah. So, but we still don't really hear about any actual characters about from the dwarves. Okay. We, we, we don't, we don't hear about warriors. Yeah. We don't hear. Yeah, we about do, we do hear a little about it because they spill out with the, with the demons. With the demons. The demons and oh, the warriors are kind of like allies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they make but, all the all the ogres and all the beastmen have like. 
forskellige yeah. mark bare yeah. demons. But, but I, I'm thinking about what, what about religion and, and the gods, the, the, the different races believe in. Yeah, I think sure. what about the, the dwarf? There's different gods, gods the, different gods for each race. Yeah. And it doesn't say anything about them. Okay. We know that the sunner for the yeah. for the humans. Yeah. And there's also one called uh, Ulla. <laughs> Ola. Which is the god of winter? Basic ripoff from Games Workshop. I think that they should have explored the possibility of taking the angle that the more you believe in something, the more real it becomes. That, that's kind of what they do say in the religion. Yeah, and I think they should have explored that more than yeah. the, the veil, whatever they want to call it, yeah. uh, because that's actually a kind of original. That, yeah. that this, despite it being uh, that could be nice for the magic. Yeah, and 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 also for the demon stuff is that so that the more people because men are the most uh, are very supernatural and so are orcs and those are the most numerous ones. Or yeah. maybe even also vermin swarm. Actually, so one, one of my notes was one of my notes was that the strength of belief manifests the gods in the mortal world. Yeah, and that's what also that's makes what, sense. That's what and that say. makes sense because then, you know, the demons would want to harness the soul because that makes them more powerful or whatever, yeah. make them more believable, but they can't kill everyone because if they kill everyone, then there's no one left to worship them and so they cease to exist. That's kind of like a nice way of balancing them out, but yeah. Yeah, I'd also like to see some like more closer maps. Yeah, but I mean, overall, the artwork of this is Pretty damn solid. If you, you just have a flick through the book as you yeah. as we're talking and just see the artwork. I did. I'm, if you I'm, keep going, there's a really nice picture of Avras just after. Yeah. yeah this, uh, one. this one. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well made. Like, very yeah. well made. Looks like something from a magic card. Yeah. Super well made. I mean, it definitely looks like Constantinople. Yeah. That's uh, that's definitely yeah. what it's aimed to be. Yeah. That's where it is in the map. It's like a big Hagia Sophia here, and then. They even, they even say there's like a senate and a and a forum. Yeah. This looks exactly like uh, it's like Rome, Rome underneath and Constantinople on top. Yeah, yeah. Um, something I thought was interesting, you know, Sunstar, mm -hmm. like the actual sword is the sword that Sunna used, oh. and now it's like sitting in the in the in the Hagia Sophia. But this woman who comes in and joins and and and, and so uh, yeah, the story of her is quite interesting. So basically, what happens is that the humans are getting killed by the beasts, yeah, and they're about to they're literally about to die. Like okay. The last warriors are there, like gonna die. But then she appears and kills like the leader, and all the beasts run away. And then she unites all the people. And then there's like another battle, like like later on, she like unites all the humans, conquers the back Betia, whatever it's called, conquers back Avras. Okay. And then and then she gets betrayed by someone and killed, like stabbed in the back. I think he's like a worshiper of chaos or something. I can't remember. Okay. But yeah, she gets killed, and then uh, her sword remains. And so, like the song style or the old room fang is that's her sword. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's quite nice. So she's probably the lady of the lake that the Bretonian or the King yeah, the maybe, maybe. But if you if you go to the, I think it talks about it here. It it doesn't really. It says there's like a lady, but it's, it doesn't really say it's somewhere. It just says a mysterious woman, a mysterious lady. I can see you're a mysterious lady. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and also these uh, look at the, the the drawings of of you know creatures from each yeah. uh, race is pretty well made. Yeah, I mean this is this is this is very solid. Yeah, the artwork's really it's nice. It's kind of a little bit back to the two thousands. Yeah. DW. If you if you flick through this like towards the front of the book this way, they use some of the frog art from I think it's TMS or something, and making like frog lizard men. 
Okay. And they use some of those, which oh, yeah. is quite nice. I, I, I remember yeah. I don't know. We're, we're just flicking through some of the artwork. I mean, maybe you guys want to stop at one that you really like and then just talk about it. So, the artwork seems to me to have a higher quality than the, than the writing, I have to say. Yeah. yeah. But, the but, artwork is fantastic. It, it's def considering that this is, you know, I mean, this looks very professional. Fan-made. Yeah. I mean, this looks very professional. Yeah. It's really, it is really good. The layout is very nice. It's obviously been put a lot of work into this. No, like, fractured paragraphs or anything like that. I know I know. there's, like, a whole team dedicated to layout, and yeah. they spend fucking ages yeah, yeah. working on this stuff. And, and, the, and it works. <laughs> and it really, it really shows. I mean, this, yeah. like I said, the layout is, is impeccable. There you go. There's yeah. a, frog, a frog skink. It's all going to look nothing. And then there's one where they're all carrying the, the quattle on the back of the oh, plant. What was that? That was uh, yeah. <laughs> crocodile dung. <laughs> what is this? I think it's Undying Dynasty. Oh, yeah, it's Undying Dynasty. It's on the back of a giant swing scorpion altar thing. Crocodile, Crocodopolopola, no? What is this? This looks fucking amazing. I want to buy. Oh, this is the Ark. This is the yeah. Ark of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, some really nice artwork. On this one. Oh, that, that's that, good. Yeah, that one was really well. Oh, it's taken from like Gandalf and uh, Frodo <laughs> or something. Is it? It, it is it though? Well, no, 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 all the all the art is made especially for Night Age. There's no yeah. copyright. This at all. is. I'm looking at page forty, and on the bottom of that, there's a very discreet picture, but it's actually really well made. Yeah, really. I mean the look at the the snow. You can see the snow falling closely, but you can't see it in the distance. Yeah, a little bit. And then you have two figures walking. That's Frodo, Frodo Bay. Yeah. And what what part of the world do you think that is? I don't know. In the mountains to the east. <laughs> yeah. It must be, right? There were yeah. no mountains in the west. Yeah, going to Mordor. Yeah. Going to Mordor. Do we have Do we have a steel road in the background? Oh, they're they're definitely walking on a road. Yeah. With some columns, some broken columns. It looks like. Are these looks, dwarfs? Yeah, that looks. A little bit like. Right. Could that be a dwarf? No, like go to page forty and take a look at it. It has a lot of atmosphere to it. It's like yeah, really, yeah. it's like the. It seems to me like the atmospherical paintings or the the. That's also really moving. Frog people. This is this is really great radio. They, they look like they have a party. <laughs> that's, that's, that's this a, looks like a pizza rave party. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a, a Brazil, Brazil uh, Sao Paulo carnival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the spell singer on page 43 is on the very nice. So from the Silver Elf book. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's really, some of that book's really nice. The proportions of this gal is right on point. <laughs> Christopher's going to be using this later. Nah, <laughs> I'm good. Right. Yeah, so, so in general, guys, what do we think about the fluff? Um, do we have any comments, any wishes, uh, any uh, anything we really like? More small stories. Yeah. I this is good and more small stories. Yeah, I think we, they need to focus a lot more. I want to hear about characters. I want to yeah. be able to have a narrative game. Like right now, but, but, I can't have a narrative. But, game. but are they bringing in special characters for the game? I don't know. Hopefully, but hopefully. Yeah, but, yeah. look at the. I like these full-page artworks, like the one on page sixty-five. Good. They bring so much atmosphere into yeah. uh, because. I like the like that they're taking a less is more approach. There could easily have been text here on the side, but yeah. there's not, so this allows you to yeah, I mean 
And look, it paints a kind of empire. It's like art for art's sake. Yeah. yeah. So I give the, the layout a solid 10 out of 10. Yeah. And I give the artwork a solid 10 out of 10 also. These things are fucking amazing. Yeah. How about uh, the fluff? Really good work, guys. Fluff? 8 out of 10. Yeah, something like that. It's good enough, but... I, yeah. It's good enough, but it's not It's not, not something you haven't seen before. I would have hoped for something original. Yeah. Yeah, I would say 7 out of 10 for me. I liked it. It was okay, but I would have liked more. I would have liked something new, something a bit more original, as you said. Um, maybe a bit more depth of it. I mean, we yeah. we got two paragraphs about each race, and we got a general story about how, where we are, how we got to where we are in the world. But apart from that, it, it was not. It was the story is good. The back, the background is solid. It's a little bit samey. This picture is fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking at page eighty-seven, and it's clearly the dwarves fighting the demons. Yeah, you got a scourge of wrath. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, and horrors. It looks like the uh, infernal dwarves. Oh, are they ogres? Yeah, they are ogres. Oh yeah, they're like. Yeah, the ogres. It's got the the mammoth yeah, banner. But I thought they were dwarves at first. <laughs> it's because the demons are so big. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, that, that must be the Chinese. Oh, the Chinese <laughs> ogres. <laughs> yeah. And you can see them coming out of the hole. Like, the wall. It looks like maybe, maybe this is the, the inferno. The hmm? Maybe the inferno is like a hole in the sky. Makes sense. This is very 80s GW-ish. Yeah, the, a lot of the goblin art is very games worshipy. Look, page 89. Yeah, there's another one with some wolf riders somewhere. It's really it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's really the good. Wolf, the wolf riders, but it looks really. Yeah, it looks really games workshop. There are yeah. amazing amounts of these small, you know, half paragraph size yeah. setting oh, kind of drawings. Yeah, yeah. Those we had in the. If anyone remember Mordheim, the book. Yeah, yeah. Mordheim is crazy. Yeah, the yeah. book was crazy. How about this one, Christopher? Is this. Kingdom I, I think he's saying against zombies, zombies right? yeah. yeah but you got the Coven Throne or the whatever it's in the background. Yeah. I mean, sure. It's quite nice. Like the the light effect on the sword. Yeah. It's really nice. Bitch. Art piece of artwork. I I've seen uh, the front cover of the latest Britannian book is very similar to this. It's the same one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's probably inspired by that yeah. I would say. Yeah. With the zombie looking backwards and whatnot. Yeah. But it's still well made. Yeah. So in general, we like the fluff. Again, these 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 uh, landscape paintings yeah, are by far the best artwork in this book. Whoever's done that is is you can probably see it actually. Yeah, if you, I think if you, you can. I think we're talking about the same guy. Yeah, yeah. It, looks, made, it looks the same made, style. Yeah, same style. What page, page is this? Page ninety five. Sorry. That's cool. Yeah. So before we uh, before we just rant on about just different pictures that we're looking at. <laughs> For the podcast, let's uh, <laughs> let's have uh, some more closing statements. Um, overall rating. What's that going to be? That's say twenty six divided by three. So that's a, almost that's a nine out of ten so far. Yeah, it's eight eight out of ten for me. It's okay. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see more. I um, like the. I like the. I value the the artwork higher than the than the storytelling. Because for me, the artwork allows me to put together the narrative that I want for for it anyway. It speaks more to me. So, for instance, this one, looking at page 112, you can see a burning city in the background and a badass chaos knight in front of it. Yeah. And you can almost guarantee tell yourself that the broken swords lying about and the the 
very moving yeah. this picture it tells you a lot about what happened yeah and then with the general timeline that they provided i can put this into you know whatever context that yeah. i feel is very but obviously this is when the demons and the chaos warriors attack and sack the cities yeah for, for me um like with my art my vampire army is like built around a person and a place in the old setting so what I think we need for the Ninth Age to inspire people to build an army is is a setting that you can put your army into. You know, kind of, okay, what color you can paint your armies based on the fluff. Yeah. Or and like who who is in your army? What's the general? Who's the leader? What units you have? Then we're talking about special characters again. Yeah, not, but also areas like yeah. cities. And yeah, exactly. Like we right now, we have a map, and we yeah. know okay, there's like this town in in called Avras. Yeah. What does an army of Avras look like? Yeah, okay. I want the Ninth Age to uh, support for the project. Release a full like an art book with all these uh, artwork pieces in there that you can buy. I know they're not a money making company, but they can surely sell something for. Keeping the servers going and whatnot, right? You can you can donate to them. Yeah, but I mean, they could compile all this artwork and sell it. I mean, surely. Yeah. I, I would buy that. I would buy an artwork. I would book. love a big poster. Yeah. 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 You can actually. I think the map is poster size. Mm. That's can, cool. You can download it as a poster. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, but I would gladly pay if. Yeah, I would like a, a, a say A4 size artwork book. Maybe a little bigger. I would want one A3? bigger. A3? Yeah, A3? Yeah, 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 that would be cool. But, yeah, like, like you said, Henry, uh, maybe a map where they, where they zoom in a bit, so you have a, a bit more uh, cities on. Yeah. Also, so you know where the... Yeah. On the, so you know where the different races live. Right? Yeah. And then, yeah, what... What's... Uh, yeah, and uh, maybe some some uh, some something about what they're wearing. Yeah, like colors, me, colors, and stuff just like from that. like a high elf perspective. In the old fluff, I mean, I I know it's not there yet, and we haven't had the high elf book, or mm. and we haven't really, we haven't we haven't got this zoomed in point yet. But I would have liked it here. Yeah. I would have liked to know a bit more. Yeah. With the old high elf fluff, you could say, okay, there's there's these like six or seven regions in the island where they live mm. and each army is themed around a different region and I can go and I can buy an army and make it to be from this region, yeah. paint it in a specific way that's that's related to this region. For example, obviously mine is themed around dragons and that means I can have dragons in my army, I can have dragon princes in my army, I can paint all my shields like dragons, I can paint my banners like dragons. I knew from the fluff that the, they had the armor and the same color as the dragons that they had, mm. and I can start building like a story around my army. And for me, that makes more immersive game when I can I can actually build a narrative to my army and to my games. Yeah. And right now, I still can't do that. I'm getting closer, but I can't do it yet.